When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hey, welcome in to the CHGO Blackhawks podcast on a scorching hot Wednesday afternoon. It's actually... Not so bad here in the office. I was no, dreading. but unfortunately, Jay melted on the way from the car yes. to the office. That's Jay, why he's not here. Jay's currently in a meat locker somewhere. He should congeal back to his normal <laughs> self tomorrow. Yeah. So he's taking Oof. a maintenance day today. So you're just stuck with it is me, Greg Boyson, and Mario Tarabasi. Yeah. Uh, the penalty a, kill unit is our, out again. Our our swass. Yeah. <laughs> this whoever's idea was to buy this little air yeah, circulating this, fan this right fan here is. You were the MVP right yeah. there. That fan is fantastic. I believe that was Jake. Good was move it, by okay, Jake. Good, Our fearless good, leader. Good move. That thing is going to be running constantly over the next over the last 72 hours. Yesterday, uh, today, and tomorrow for sure. Yeah. Uh, Charlie, <laughs> our guy, Charlie, the bacon guy, who's worn the most shirts? Who has changed, the most who's shirt had changes? The most changes? <laughs> I'm on my fifth shirt. Help. Well, I'm still Oof. on my first shirt. Yeah, this this one might make it through the rest of the show. Yeah, might and not uh, no guarantees. Er, uh, Edward is asking Jay's dental appointment. Uh, I think he's he doing appears okay. to be feeling fine. It just ran longer than it did. And he didn't yeah, want to he rushed down there. Yeah, so. he messaged us said that he wasn't going to be able to make it. But I mean, he he said if he could talk, he wanted to be here. So yeah, I think it was more of an issue of uh, time. Him not being able to get here before two yeah. more than how he's feeling. But it's an around the league Wednesday. Mm-hmm. and Shout out to Nate that says it's 96 in in his warehouse, Oof. but he's still going to watch the show on the lunch break. That's dedication. Well, Because, you know what, 96 in your warehouse is about five degrees cooler than it is yeah, outside. It's, so. it's cooler than being outside. Yeah, thank you, Nate. We appreciate that. I don't miss the warehouse days. I used to work in a warehouse when I had a real job before... The good news, though, it was, you know, it was at the Greater Chicago Food Depository. So we had a huge refrigerated and freezer section. Yeah. So if you got too hot, you were just like, I'm going to go check on the <laughs> lettuce in the refrigerator for uh, the next 15 minutes. Yeah. I'm going to count lettuce every need to be leaf. rotated. I'm going to count every <laughs> leaf of lettuce for inventory purposes. I'll be back. Oh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's around the league Wednesday. This is the day where we kind of... Stop talking about the Blackhawks. Not that there's a lot going on right now, but we do have some fun stuff coming up over the next few days. You can still make it about the Blackhawks. Yeah. Um, I mean, we'll definitely some Blackhawk connections to all these stories. Uh, but we got some interesting things to talk about. The NHL Network released another top 20 list. This time it's defensemen. Uh, yep. Tommy Hawk won a major award. Yeah, Good major award. Tom, major award. He gets a leg yeah. lamp sent it's, right to his house. It's, a, it's fragile. Uh, our, we got lots of other stories. We're going to start, though, uh, and, and make it all about the Blackhawks because, you know, 
we're the Toronto Maple Leafs of Black Blackhawks podcast. We got to yeah, make it all not? about the Hawks. Um, That's what the people want. It is. Um, and let me find out where it was. Evan Bouchard. Yeah. Uh, he got a new deal with the Edmonton Oilers. A bridge uh, deal. Two years, $3.9 million per year. Um, on face value, I think that's a really good bridge deal. Yeah. It sucks, though, for the Oilers because they were kind of handcuffed into having to do a bridge deal because of the position they're in with their cap space. And, and, and the dry Seidel's. Yep, dry Seidel's contract Notice coming up. Notice how those are now ending at the same time. Yep, they're going to make a decision, and I think that decision's probably going to be easy in two years. But hey, I mean, good, good for uh, good for Bouchard to get the, get some money. Uh, he's he's had a pretty solid uh, stretch of play here. Um, young youngish, still defenseman. Um, good offensive upside. Not really uh, that great defensively, but. He's a, a guy that you could put in your top four in, on your uh, NHL rotation. He's going to give you some offensive pump. He's going to play on your power play. Um, and he's a big, you know, big body, average skater. Um, you know, just, just a guy that you can, you can plug in in your top four and be, be confident in. So good for him. Uh, I know he's – we talk about Edmonton a lot needing to kind of plug holes in their defense and, and, and goaltending – Bouchard is one of those guys that you don't really have to worry about because for the role that he needs to play, he can fill it pretty well. Yeah, he's been a slower developing player, which is something we need to keep in mind yep. over the next few years. He was a top 10 pick. He was drafted 10th overall in 2018. More on that in a minute. Yeah, But he's kind of taken some time. They, they kept him in the AHL for, what, yeah. two full seasons? I believe so, yeah. Uh, so, you know, he got his time in. He's... Where he's going to excel the most over these next two years is being that top power play quarterback yep. with Dreisaitl and McDavid on the ice. He's going to pick up a lot of points just feeding the puck to those two guys while the Oilers are on. I mean, they had the number one power play. I mean, one of the greatest power plays of all time percentage-wise last, yep. last season, and he was a part of that. Um, good deal for, for, the, for the Oilers, at least cap-wise. Um, if you were going to give him a longer-term deal, you're definitely going to have to give him more money. You know, it's one of those interesting names that in two years when this bridge deal is up, what, what is he – if he continues to play at the level he's at, you know, does he become a big target for other teams? Because he'll, you know, still be he'll young. Be, he'll be uh, – I think he's still in RFA status uh, once, the, once the two years is over. So that'll be – Interesting to see what the Ed, uh, Oilers do with with that. Whether they try and qualify him, get a deal done, or um, you know, maybe someone offer sheets. You know, that's always a possibility. Or if it just doesn't work out, given Edmondson's future cap uh, considerations and what they want to try and do with Drysidle and uh, potentially hitting free agency and everything, uh, we'll see what where they're going to be at. But. You know, if he's if he keeps up the the, the pace that he's had back to back forty point seasons, uh, pretty good for a guy who you know is uh, going to be twenty four uh, just after the season begins. Seventeen points in twelve games in the postseason last year. That was really his. Big, that was yeah. a big coming out party for him. Uh, was was this last postseason where he was uh, he was everywhere defensively for them. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, he's he's a guy that you know when when he was drafted. 
was one of the top defensemen in the class. But I think, if I remember correctly, one of the uh, hindrances of him not being, you know, the the top or the second defenseman in the in the draft class uh, in the rankings was a lot of people thought, well, he's really physically and you know his skill set was already kind of matured being one of the older players in the draft class how high could his ceiling go right and i think that was one thing that people kind of were like well (laughs) this 18 year old might already be topped out like well no that's that's not the case at all like he was just kind of ahead of of some of the players uh in that draft class but you know if, if he keeps you know 40 point pace Maybe he ups it a little bit, 45, 50 points over the next two years. Um, he's going to be a guy that is going to be potentially in that market for five, six, seven year or seven million per year kind of deal where you, know, you get a 25 year old guy uh, putting up half point or better per game um, as an offensive uh, dynamo kind of player, offensive focused guy. I, he's he's definitely going to be intriguing in that uh, summer of 25 for sure. Yeah. Um, well, we look back at that 2018 draft. He was the fourth defenseman taken, 10th overall. Uh, of course, the first defenseman taken was the first player taken, Rasmus Dahlin, yeah. Buffalo Sabres. That's worked out Good rather pick. well for them. We'll hear, about, we'll hear his name later in today's show. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I think he uh, he's worthy of that pick. Yep. Seventh was Quinn Hughes to the Vancouver Canucks, which broke my heart because it was one pick mm. ahead of the Blackhawks, who took Adam Boquist, the third defenseman taken in that draft. Yep. Lord, would I love a redo. Mm-hmm. I mean, granted, if you don't draft, if you draft someone better than Boquist, you don't, well, you probably still trade him for Seth Jones and, <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah, the but trajectory of everything. The reach of Adam Boquist at eight has not worked out. It hasn't really worked out for Columbus either. No. I mean, they got two other first-round picks in that, dra- in that trade for Seth Jones, but Bouchard went fourth, two picks after Boquist. You still had Noah Dobson. I know a lot of yep. guys wanted Noah Dobson. Noah Dobson's been a solid, solid player, defensive defenseman. He's played uh, 238 games, 30 goals, 121 points. It's um, pretty good for a guy who's 23. Yeah. Like, that's pretty good. And then you had uh, other, other notable defensemen. That were taken after the Hawks. They could have had Kandre Miller. He went all the yeah, way to twenty second. That wouldn't have been a bad pick. Uh, and then uh, there was uh, Romanoff, who was now Romanoff's teammate yeah. with the Islanders. Yeah, I mean, but if you, but it, would you have rather taken Evan Bouchard over Adam Boquist? I think now yes. there's no doubt. I think a lot of people back then said yes. We yeah. c- compare the two. Uh, Bouchard's played 184 games to Boquist's 174 games. Boquist have dealt with a couple of injuries, so yeah. Uh, I mean, they they both took similar paths post draft. Yeah, I mean, they both played a season together in London. In London, uh, but Boquist, Bouchard had more time to get seasoned in the AHL, where Boquist was kind of hurried. Yeah, in the NHL a little bit. Yeah, uh, Bouchard played. Uh, 54 games in one season with the Bakersfield Condors, uh, only with the Bakersfield Condors uh, in that season. So he was only an AHL yeah. player that year, 36 points in that season. Uh, he had eight points in eight playoff games uh, for Bakersfield the season before. So once his OHL year was over that year in 2019, uh, he joined them for, the, for a short playoff run. 
Uh, and then, yeah, joined, joined Edmonton uh, in the you know, COVID-shortened season. Uh, played 14 games there. And then back-to-back seasons, 81 games, 82 games. He's been a full-time NHLer with yep. Edmonton uh, the last two seasons. But, yeah, I mean, he was teammates with Boquist in that 2018-2019 uh, OHL season. Um, and then, you know, Boquist jumped up to the NHL, was back and forth NHL, AHL. Uh, at that time, yeah, he could have used more of a full AHL season uh, before making the full-time jump. But, you know, the previous GM wanted uh, wanted his new toy to be fun and shiny right away. So uh, he, he, he was pushed a little bit ahead of time. Look, Boquist is, is a guy that in Columbus is playing up to, I think, what his new newly realized ceiling is he's a third pairing guy who's going to be uh offensively gifted offensively minded he can play on your second power play um and uh, you know he's going to need to be paired with a guy who's a little bit more defensively responsible to make up for what he lacks uh defensively at at, at five on five and you know what he can make a, a fine career out of that yeah. he's not the second coming of eric carlson no uh he's more or less the second coming of eric gustafson yeah, I'd hope he'd, uh, you'd hope a guy you'd take eighth overall. Be a this little is a little better bit better than that. that. Yes, yes, Which of course. Which is probably a good call. I mean, when you look at their numbers between the two, offensively, they're pretty equal. Um, 22 goals for Bocas, 23 for Bouchard. Bouchard's got a few more assists, 66 to 53. Here's the most telling number, and I and I, I hate using this number. This, I, I'm not a big fan of the plus-minus stat. Yeah, it's a team stat. But there's a big difference. I mean, Bouchard's a plus nine his whole career. Granted, he gets to be on the ice with Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl a lot, and those guys yeah. score a lot of goals. Mm-hmm. Bolquist, for being an offensive-minded defenseman, is a minus 33 in his career. That's not good. And I know good. he was on some god-awful teams with, yeah. with a god-awful man-to-man system. He was put in a position to fail, and he did. Columbus ha- hasn't been a great situation. <laughs> Bad but team, yeah. For a guy that's supposed to be an offensive defenseman, how are you a minus thirty three? I mean, it's, it's it means it means he's not contributing enough offense. Not at five on five, right? He's he's more yeah. I mean, like like I said, like he's more of that that guy who's going to really help you on a power play, but you bury him and shelter his minutes when he's at five on five. And yeah, I mean, playing for playing for bad Blackhawks teams and bad Blue Jackets teams is not going to really help you. That's why Seth Jones is. You know, one when they do the uh, the NHL Masters leaderboard, where the the, the yeah. lowest minus or the highest minus is actually the the leader uh, leader in the clubhouse. Seth Jones is always on that leaderboard. It's just because he's he's on the ice a lot yeah. for the for bad teams I think the last plus two minus seasons. Improves this year. I think it does too. Because I think again, he's going to be out there a lot with Connor Bedard and Taylor Hall. Yeah, it'll help. And you would think those that line is going to spend more time with the puck than without the puck. Yeah. You would hope. It'll be, yeah, hopefully it'll be uh it'll be a different experience uh for Seth and and his uh his plus minus can improve. But yeah, I, I remember back to the 2018 draft. Um I I I wanted Evan Bouchard because at that time, uh, the Blackhawks' defensive system did not have uh, guys who had size, guys who, you know, looked like they could be legit NHL defensemen and not squint hard or we hope they can be. Bouchard, to me, at that, at that time, looked like a guy that was like, yep, 
he's going to make it in the NHL. Yeah. And they went with Boquist and, and I, you know, I, t- I talked myself into Boquist. I said, yeah, all right. Got a lot of offensive skill, you know, got a lot of flash. Um, <laughs> then their second first round pick of that, Even of that worse. draft was you did the same thing. You got a smaller, Offensive-minded puck movie defenseman and Nicholas Bodan, who, who is not even in, who is no longer in the in North America playing hockey. Yeah. Um, so you swung and miss on two picks. So that, yeah, that twenty. Or no, Bodan I think is actually with. I think he's uh, with Laval. Right? Laval. Yeah. Laval. yeah. Um, but yeah, you took Bodine at twenty-seven. You could have had Nils Lundqvist, who was taken twenty-eighth. Rasmus Sandin was taken twenty-ninth. Matthias Samuelson was the first pick of the yep. second round. So, I mean, look what Buffalo did. They get Matthias Samuelson and Rasmus Dahlin with their Pretty, first two picks. And there's two guys that are likely going to play in, in their top four yep. for the next six, seven years. Romanoff was still there. He wasn't taken until 38th. Yep. Uh, so, you know, there were some different – I know, hindsight, 2020. Right, yeah. Um, but but you, at the time, those picks didn't seem great. Yeah. I mean, okay, fine. You take – You talk yourself you into Boquist them. Boquist at eighth. That wouldn't have been so bad if you didn't double down on that type of defenseman at 27. Had you gone with one of those other defensemen we just named instead. Or a forward. Because at this time, because 2018 was, you know, that's that's pre-even Lucas Reichel. Yeah. And Alex DeBrincat was drafted, but he was no longer a prospect. Um, Free Kirby Dog. Like, your your forwards system, uh, your forwards in the pipeline were – there was nothing there. They had no top-end guys. And another guy who got uh, an extension today with Detroit, Joe Valeno, um, look, he's, he's, you know, he's a bottom-six guy in the, in the NHL, he's still, but he's still young, um, still playing in the NHL. He was a guy that, again, in that, sec- in that 2018 draft, I was like, all right, second Blackhawks first-round pick. They need a forward. Valeno's got a lot of skills yep. to him. He's got a well-rounded game. Go get Joe Valeno. They got uh, Nicholas Bodan instead. And you can check the receipts on Twitter. I, w- I was tweeting about Joe Valeno and Evan Bouchard in leading up to the 2018 draft. This isn't all hindsight. Yeah, I, was I all, got receipts. I was all Quinn Hughes, <laughs> and then the second he went yeah. off the board, I was like, Man. son of a... And one, then I was like, one eh. pick ahead. I was so disappointed that the Bullquist pick was made, and I was kind of like, uh, who? <laughs> like, okay, and then I, you know... He you, sounds you, like the same kind of player. <laughs> you, you, yeah, you, you looked at the, some film, and you read some stuff, and you're like, okay, yeah, Bouchard Dobson probably would have been better, but yep. okay, this kid might have a shot. And then the Bodine pick, it was like, here we go again. It was, yeah, it was like, you just did that. Yeah. Um, you just did it. Yes. Why Speaking of again? just doing it, Young Dale God did it again. Uh, paying Oops, his 99-cent donation... You know who we should sign? Who is also an offensive mind player and has a positive plus minus? Kane. Oof, jeez. Yeah. Oh, does Patrick Kane have a positive plus I don't minus? F- maybe in his career. Career he did, definitely did not no. have one last. Not season. last year. Um, pa- <laughs> I typed in Payrick Kane. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Kane. Yeah, yeah. He is not known for the, uh, you know, the defensive side of things. No. So his, uh, he was a minus twenty-two last season overall. And that almost, includes he, a minus 23 in yeah. Chicago. So he was a plus one. He almost in had New Adam Boquist's career plus minus in, in 60 games. Not great. Yeah. His, Patrick Kane's career plus minus, by the way, is a plus 21. See, it was a lot better before last season. The last three seasons was a minus 23, minus 22, 
or I'm sorry, minus 23, minus 19, minus 7, all in Chicago. I mean, did anyone have a positive plus minus last year on the Blackhawks? Yes, somebody was even. Last year? Wasn't yeah. there an even guy? Uh, was even? Uh, might have been McCabe. Uh, let, me, let me look. That's a good call. Could have been. There was one guy that we were like, yeah, he's, he wasn't even. Jake McCabe in, in 55 games with Chicago was plus 7. Anders Bjork in 13 games was plus 4. Cole Gutman in 14 games was plus 1. Buddy Robinson in nine games, plus one. Our hero. Uh, That's it. And a bunch of guys that were even. Uh, Luke Philp was yeah. even in three games. Hey. Uh, that's that's it. it. Yeah. So out of guys that played the majority of the season with the Blackhawks, it was Jake McCabe. Yeah. Your guy. Hey. Well, At the, you know, one of the many reasons that he was my guy is his solid plus minus. Yeah. <laughs> well, apparently uh, the Yahoos in the background uh, – must be something going on in the Cubs game. It's our yeah, Cubs the Cubs group. just gave up a game-tying grand slam to the Tigers. Sweet. A game-tying grand slam? Yeah, with two outs. Someone, two someone was wow. banging grannies in Detroit. Banging well, grannies. Quote, they sure did. That's a karm quote for people who don't watch the Bears, uh, <laughs> the Bears show. Boy. All right. Uh, well, we had some other familiar friends, at least from the Ice Hogs, that showed up in the news today. Mm-hmm. Uh, Yesterday was Brandon down. Hagel. Yes, Brennan Hagel got his new deal. We talked about that on yesterday's show. Uh, staying in Tampa Bay, uh, Darren Radish, yeah. brother to uh, Taylor Radish and older, former Blackhawks. Older, older brother? I think he's the older brother, yes. Older brother. Uh, yeah, he is. Yep. He was a Blackhawks draft pick and uh, Ice Hog, former Ice Hog. Former Ice Hog. Uh, he got himself a two-year one-way deal with the Tampa Bay Lightning for uh, 975000 a year. Good for him. Nice. Security. Yeah. Uh, he was a guy that, because of injuries last year, they relied on a lot in the stretch. He was playing in the playoffs and playing well. Yeah. And this is a guy that, you know, has been bounced around. He's with the, the Ice Hogs. He got traded to, uh, matter of fact, wasn't it Darren Radish that was traded to the Rangers for Peter, Peter Holland? Holland who yes, it was. Bad mouth here in a couple <laughs> seconds. Uh, yeah, and then he was with Tampa, but spent a lot of time in Syracuse. Yep. Real late bloomer, but a solid guy. Your sixth, seventh defenseman. Yeah. A guy that's responsible. Not gonna put yourself. Not gonna put teams. In, you know, his team in a bad spot very often. I'm just happy for him that he got a two-year, one-way contract meaning he'll have to clear waivers if you yeah. want to send him back down to the AHL. So good yeah. for him. Yeah. Uh, a good deal uh for for him, a good deal for Tampa. And it's it's a good reward for like you said like a guy who's had a lot of time in the AHL who's really, you know, taken taken this time to kind of build up and you know get the opportunity and thrown into a position of necessity uh for for the Lightning in the postseason, you know, he he like you said, he played well, so it's it's good to see him get rewarded for that. Always a nice guy to to deal with when he was with Rockford. Uh, talked to him a number of times, um, but yeah, good 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 for Darren to get that deal. Yeah, all, it seems like all the uh, former Ice Hogs are uh, making their way uh, making their way down to Tampa. It's you know, yeah, Tampa, uh, Rockford. It's, it's I mean, an for upgrade. a long time we were calling the Panthers Blackhawks South, so now Tampa can just be Blackhawks yeah. South. <laughs> yeah, um, could be. And speaking of that Darren Radish trade with the Rangers, uh, that was when the Blackhawks got Peter Holland and immediately sent him to Rockford. Peter Holland uh, stopped playing hockey because he wanted to invest in the whole cryptocurrency yeah. garbage. Yeah, he went and, crypto. Uh, guess what? 
It didn't work out. He needs to start out. playing hockey again because his ass is broke. <laughs> and uh, he signed. Well, we a, don't know if he's broke, but well, he's definitely he's deciding to come back to hockey. Uh, his cryptocurrency adventures did not go the way he did because if they did, so. he would not have signed a PTO with the Colorado Avalanche this week. Yeah, thirty-two years old, hasn't played hockey in a couple years. I, I I wonder if this is like a favor. You know, does he have a? <sighs> I, I get the allure of Peter Holland years ago because he's a big dude. Big guy. Got that, form, that former first-round pick. Got that power forward build. Just, I don't like Peter Holland, and you were there that night too. Little did we know that our worlds would be colliding again. We were both <laughs> covering a game in Rockford. It might have been Peter Holland's first game with the team. It was one of his firsts. At least the first home game. Yeah. And he scored the game-winning goal, I, I think. And we're all waiting for him after the game now yep. in Rockford it's it's done a little differently you wait out in the hallway the the, the PR guy goes and grabs the guy out of the locker it was room Joey Z at the time yeah we, our guy Joey Z um he'll bring him out of the locker room you talk to him in the hallway you don't go into the locker room yeah. like you do in the NHL level yeah, well, of course we all want to talk to Peter Holland it's his first game in Rockford he had the game winning goal blah 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 yeah why not we talked to the coach Derek King at the time probably talked to someone else and we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting we're told, oh, he'll come out. He had to do his post-game w- workout. We're like, okay. And, and that's not uncommon. Heard that before. Usually it means they're in the middle of the workout, and it'll be, I don't know, 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. No, so we're was, like, all right, we're cool. It was literally like 30, 35 minutes after the game ended. This guy decides to wander out and finally talk to us. And I'm thinking, who the F do you think you are, <laughs> dude? Like, you're in Rockford, and you're, you're, you're big-timing. Yeah. Me and Mario were probably the only two guys there. I think we were the only ones that stuck. I yeah. think. I think at that time they had two newspaper guys. Yeah, covered. I think they both had left by they, that yeah, time. Yeah, they said screw it, you know. And I'm thinking of the back. This is a guy that played for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Like, there's no way he pulled this stunt when he was playing with the no. Maple Leafs. Like, no. to me, it was just like complete disrespect and after that i was like screw this guy i'm glad he lost all his money in crypto allegedly (laughs) allegedly allegedly yeah last time he played in the nhl was with the rangers in uh, the 2017-18 season uh and then 2018-19 split time between hartford and rockford uh his last three seasons playing professional hockey he was playing uh in the khl in the 1920 uh or the in the 2019-2020 season and the 2020-2021 season for uh, a KHL team that I'm going to butcher the name, but uh, for the Yucks, I'm going to try it. Uh, Yekartenberg Automobilist? Automobilist? Sure. All right. Uh, two seasons with them. And then 2021-22, uh, he played in Sweden for Durs Gardens, uh, 15 games with them. So that was the last times that he was uh, playing professional hockey. Uh, was in Europe, so yeah, we'll see what what ends up happening. I I I don't think he'll. I think it's unlikely he'll crack the Colorado Avalanche roster, but maybe he gets an opportunity we'll with the Colorado with, Eagles. We'll Colorado Eagles, yeah, there's worse places. To if play. if he does uh, stick with the Colorado organization, he will have played for all three, all city network uh, organizations because he played 40 games in the 2016-17 season with the Arizona Coyotes. All right, making the rounds. Maybe there'll be another all-city team for him to play for in the future. Yeah, maybe. 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 Uh, Allegedly. But, yeah, yeah, good luck to Peter. Uh, Not really, though. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's interesting seeing the uh, number of PTOs that have been uh, dished out, and we're already kind of into that 
point of the off season now where it's just like, you know, we did our, we did our free agent draft. And after about three, four picks, we were like, Ooh, this is where PTO territory comes in. A yeah. lot of, a lot of guys that are still available out there, um, likely are going to be waiting for their phone to ring, uh, in September when teams are, you know, getting their cap situations together, getting their training cap rosters together and saying, you know what, maybe we'll take a flyer on Eric Stahl or uh, Tomas Tatar or something like that. Come on into camp and we'll see what you got, you know? Yeah, I think this year may set the record for the most PTOs. It's going to be a lot. Uh, it'll be a lot. Uh, a lot of guys who are hoping to get guaranteed contracts are going to have to work for it. Uh, speaking of working for it, we're going to pay a couple of bills here before we get to our other tidbits. So while we're telling you about our new friends, smash that like button while yeah. you're learning about Ray Auto. our friends at Ray Chevy. Are you in the market for a new or used vehicle? If you are, then we've got some exciting news for you because Ray Chevy in Fox Lake has just joined the CHGO team. Hey, Fox Lake. And we were talking to the team over at Ray, and they have this pledge called the Ray Price Promise. It's a guarantee that the price you see online is the price you will pay when you go into the dealership. We found that in many cases, other dealers will raise the price on you when you come into the dealership, saying things like, well, are you a recent college grad? Are you active in the military? Are you a farmer? And in most cases, the answer would be no. And that's when the other dealers will raise the price on you, saying the price online included limited rebates that you don't qualify for. Well, mm. Ray... At Ray Chevy, they don't play games like that. The price you see online is the price you pay with no add-ons to the price ever. In fact, Ray will do everything possible to find additional savings for you, which will make the price even lower than what you see online. As one of the top-selling dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories and save big at Ray Chevy because they now have over 100 Chevy Trax models available starting at $21,495. That sounds like a good price for one of them bad boys. Yeah. Now, through August 31st, all buyers can qualify for 0% financing, make zero payments until 2024, plus no money down. And the best of all, zero pay, and best of all, pay zero hidden fees with the Ray Price Promise. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com, serving the community since 1963. Find new rows with our new friends at Ray Chevy. Chevy Trax, that's a, a car that uh, when I was in the market to get a new car, uh, Chevy Trax is one that I looked at. It was a solid car. All right. Solid car for sure. Well, so, a yeah, lot of them over at Ray. That's a good deal over there at, uh, at Ray. And you know where else you can get a good deal? Uh, for all of your cannabis needs is the Sunnyside Cannabis Dispensary. Sunnyside is your home for judgment-free cannabis shopping, a place where all kinds of visitors are welcome to explore, discover, and purchase a wide array of high-quality products. Sunnyside has everything you need to elevate your summer. You want to get high? <laughs> Sunnyside is your one-stop <laughs> shop for all of your cannabis needs, no matter where Don't you are in your, your cannabis journey, whether you're towel-y or you're, my, or you're like me, uh, just starting their cannabis journey. Easy online ordering is available with Sunnyside. They have in-store pickup as well. Have a great transparent loyalty program called the Sunnyside Rewards and so much more to offer. They have a ton of in-house brands uh, like the Mindy's, the best-tasting gummy and chocolate edibles created by James Beard Award-winning chef Mindy Siegel and uh, Cresco Labs. They have uh, high supply, 
they offer quality weed that's always available. Their buds are expertly grown, lab tested, and available in vape carts, vape pens, flour, popcorn, shakes, pre-rolls, shorties, and concentrates. Uh, there's also Floral Ca- Floracal. Uh, born on the West Coast, Floracal Farms is committed to rigorous fennel hunting and small batch cultivation practices that yield only the best results. Flour is always hand-trimmed and expertly cared for to ensure only the best flour, vapes, gummies, and pre-rolls go to market. So now, through August, head to sunnyside.shop and use the promo code CHGO25 at checkout. And when you do, you're going to get 25% off of your total order. Uh, That is one use per customer, but it is not exclusive to new customers. Anyone can use that code. Again, that is sunnyside.shop. Code C-H-G-O. Pick up everything you need to elevate your summer. Again, must be 21 plus and or an Illinois medical card holder. Or Towley. Or B Towley, yeah. yes. Good yeah, stuff. I did, I, I, I did that on a dare, so All right. there you go. Enjoy. Yeah, yes. everyone missed our electric mic checks before the show. Oh, yeah. yeah. See, we need to start. Uh, well, no, we don't. <laughs> no, well, <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. we need to start recording those mic checks. No, we do not. Uh, a couple of other quick little tidbits around the league before we hit the NHL Network's top 20 defensemen and completely agree with everything they put on that list. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm, I'm sure you could tune over to our friends PHNX Coyotes. They'll have more on this. Uh, the Coyotes announced a new three-year extension for head coach Andre Turney. Turney. Uh, uh, so uh, good for him, I guess. Yeah. Um, I mean, he did a good job. With they're them. investing in him through the rebuild. So, you know, I, I like that move to give him a chance to see out what he's implementing. Yeah. Much like what I would hope the Blackhawks do with Luke Richardson as he moves through coaching a team that's going through a rebuild. Yeah, and, you know, there's probably some Coyote fans that were mad at him last year for having them win too many games in the counter-Bedard sure, year. But yeah. as we've mentioned in earlier episodes this offseason, they're at least making the appearance that they're trying to be competitive. Yeah. They made some yeah. pretty good moves this summer. They went out and traded for Sean Dersey, uh, yep. another player the Blackhawks could have drafted instead of Nicholas Bodine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they, they signed uh, Jason Zucker, right? Jason He's a Zucker. Coyote. Yeah. They, they, uh, they made Dumba. some interesting moves. They, they brought in Matt Dumba. Yeah. They brought in Alex Galchenyuk, only to launch him into the center of the sun shortly after. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, outside of reaching for all the Russian defensemen ever born in this year's draft, <laughs> They've had a pretty good offseason. They're, yeah. they're not just out there going, okay, what retired guy that we can get five years of LTIR right, right. is out there this year that we could trade for? Um, so Yeah, they're, 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 putting, they're putting together uh, an offseason that says, like, hey, we're not just going to try and tank. Like, we're going to try and put some talent around yeah. uh, Logan Cooley, around uh, Clayton Keller, like, you know, Nick yes. Schmaltz, former, are two former Blackhawk, uh, is is made a nice career for himself there. Logan Cooley and especially Keller are guys you need to start giving them a glimpse of what the future is going to be like. Or they're yeah. going to be out the first chance they get, they're out of there. Well, look at this offseason with Keller. You yeah. know, there was a little bit of that drama of, you know, what, what was going to happen with him. Yeah. So the, the less you can have opportunities for things like that, the better. Yes. To to have a you know has Clayton, a posi- positive organizational outlook. Clayton Keller is a budding superstar. Yeah, and as we were told, Logan Cooley is the top prospect in the world. 
Their words, not ours. With the but yeah, one of the top yes. prospects in hockey. Yes. yes. So Definitely. those are two guys you want to show that you're here to try and you're build in around them and, yeah. and winning because players like that don't like to lose. Nobody likes to lose, but they're going to be like, hey, okay, cool. Either trade me or I can't wait till this contract is up and I can mm-hmm. go sign with a winning team. So yeah. uh, good... Uh, Good moves by the Coyotes, and and as much we give them crap all the time, it's just too easy. They make it so easy. <laughs> I you know f- for all the people that are invested in that team, fan wise, uh, reporter wise, employee wise, yeah. I do want them to be good. I mean, yeah. I, it, it's you know, I want to I want to see the organization that has the Kachina jerseys matter yeah and, it, and it's not going to be bad selfishly for all city either. no yeah if, if the coyotes stick around and are competitive because phnx coyotes is like the only game in town if you're a for coyotes them, yeah. fan mm-hmm. and they and it's only going to get uh better for them because yeah. uh uh craig morgan and, and steve peters and and, uh, and leah they do an amazing Tremendous job covering job. them so yeah and as edward says in our chat phnx likes the head coach, uh, uh, Tuini. Yeah. Tuini? So, Tuini? good for good yeah. for him. So, yeah, good move. Um, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? Keep changing head coaches, let the guy run it out. They played well for him last year, better than expected. The year before, you know, they had that stretch where they're like, oh, my God, they're turning things around, mm-hmm. and then February came and wiped yeah. that out. But uh, And then our last little tidbit that uh, you uh, Small nugget. pointed out uh, right before we went on the air, apparently yeah. the NHL is working – with the NHL Player Association to create an international competition to be held in February of 2025 with the intention of beginning a regular rotation of Olympic participation and a World Cup of Hockey in even years to follow. Um, NHL Deputy Commissioner Bill Daly said on his European player tour uh, today. Stop me if you've heard this before. The NHL and NHLPA are working on an international best-on-best tournament. I know we've heard this before, but I think the last time we heard this, they were saying, oh, it's going to be February of 2024, and they were working on it, like, at the beginning of the summer. So it was like, wait a minute, you're, you're going to mess with the schedule of next year when you've yeah. already made the schedule for next year? Like, kick the can down the road. If they want to do this February of 2025, fine. And you know what? If it... If it leads to a precursor of Olympics, two years later, NHL controlled World Cup of Hockey, two years later, Olympics, that two years seems later, to be the plan. Every, fine. every other year, there's that's, some sort of tournament. That's fine. If everyone wants to agree to, you know, that sort of rotation, if they want to get the Olympics back in where they can get an agreement between the IOC, the IIHF, the NHL, all that stuff, if everyone can agree to it, fine. Just get this damn thing done because it has been too effing long since we have seen the best uh, men's professional players in the world playing in a best-on-best international stage. 2014 in, in Sochi, or 2016, rather, in the World Cup of Hockey was the last time that happened. And we've never seen Connor McDavid playing in a major men's international tournament for Team Canada Never seen Austin Matthews playing for Team USA. 
the the idea of having Austin Matthews and Patrick Kane playing together for Team USA never came to fruition. Probably never will now, as where Patrick Kane is in his career, he's getting passed up by you know players that could play for Team USA. Um, you know, Crosby and McDavid never got to play together for yeah. Team Canada. Like, man, like a, a bunch of missed opportunities. So if they can get it done, get the freaking thing done. Yeah, I want to see that stuff. The thing I don't like is just shutting down the league for three weeks in the middle of the season. Yeah. Olympics, okay, fine. It's once every four years if you're going to make – but if you're going to do your own sponsored international tournament, World Cup of Hockey, why are you doing it in February? Do it in September. Sure. but That's it, the one downside. What I, what, I would, what I would say, if, if I was trying to configure all of this – so that's going to be, you know, their rotation would be every two years international tournament, then in even-numbered years. In those odd-numbered years, you have the all-star break. You have the all-star game, all the, all the festivities. In those even-numbered years, you don't. Right, obviously. All-star break, yeah. all-star break beco- becomes the, the gap filler between the international right, competition. because Olympics is almost three weeks. Right, right. So Well, do they, do they go for the whole Olympic tournament, or do they just go for the— Hockey portion. Well, the hockey portion is. I mean, it lasts long. a while. Yeah, because yeah, right. you got to do pool play. Then the, so it's essentially. I, I think the last time it, they shut it down, it was like three weeks, twenty days. Yeah. So yeah, you can't do one of those tournaments in in a week. No. So I just and don't. Even the World I, Cup, the World Cup of Hockey was like two and a half weeks long. Yeah. Yeah. But do that when training camp's going on. Yeah. Or all those guys playing in the would be playing in the World Cup. Won't be playing in many preseason games anyway. Right. They don't necessarily need training camp. Do it during September. Start it, you know, Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Let it go two, three weeks, and you can give them, you know, a week and a half, ten days to get back to their team and all that stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I don't like the idea of shutting down the, week, the league in February every two years. Sure. Especially yeah. when one of them is not for an Olympic tournament, where if you're going to be playing it in NHL what arenas, if, what if there's in, no sense. To what do. if in those years you you? Well, that wouldn't make sense. I was going to say instead of instead of delaying the season later into June because of the of Stanley Cup, what if you started the season earlier? But I guess if you're if you're still pausing in February, it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think it's silly because then you got to condense the schedule a lot. Right, got to play yeah. a lot more three, three and four days type deals. But we'll see what happens. Um, I feel like this whole World Cup of Hockey has turned into. Don't worry, next year the salary cap's going up a lot. Right, yeah. and then it comes around like, nope, we're gonna bump it up eight hundred seventy-five thousand. <laughs> yeah. You all get one more league minimum player. Yeah. Well, we'll see how that works out. I, I mean, I, I love the international tournaments, but yeah, uh, if they can if they can agree to make it work, make it work. We all we all love the international. Everybody benefits from it. Tournaments, yeah. yeah. Every, all hockey fans will will enjoy it. All right, let's move on. Uh, last week they did the NHL Network gave us their top twenty wingers, which we went through the list. So let's quickly go through our list here. I think maybe we'll do our bottom 10, 20 through eleven, then maybe uh, yeah give you some more high quality ad reads we'll see what kind of voice mario does this way and then we'll do <laughs> I our don't second know about 10. voices uh so here we go top 20 defensemen according to the nhl network we'll start with the first five uh shea theodore the golden knights 
20th. Sure. Brandon yeah. Montour of the Florida Panthers, 19. Sure. Drew yeah. Dowdy of the Kings, 18. Okay. Mikhail Sugarchev of the Lightning, 17. Brent Burns still cracking the top 20 at 16. Okay. Um, now we're going to go, when we go through this list, obviously point totals. Play a, play a big, like These are not the best defensive defensemen in the league. Some of them are. F- some of them are. Some of them wouldn't not be on this them. list if they are. Yeah. Um, I mean, I would still have Drew Doughty on the top 20, I guess. Yeah. He still puts in a ton of minutes, still plays good defensively. Yep. Brent Burns. Eh. Top 20. Uh, top 16. Yeah, six, eh. six, 16th best defenseman in the He's NHL. He's not even the best defenseman on his team. He's like third best defenseman on his team. Yeah. Yeah, I... I Burns is a little high for me. That's a reputation pick. As well, far as yeah, I mean, as far as defensemen go, you know, Norris voting and all that, it, the the reputation kind of precedes some of these players. Same thing with, with Drew Doughty. Like, yeah, he's top 20 defenseman, but he's on the cusp of not being that anymore. Yeah, like if they left him off, I wouldn't have been outraged. No, I wouldn't have been. It was, he would have been, but I would It's the same thing, like, you know, when they had Patrick Kane at 20, we were kind of like, right. eh, okay, yeah, I don't know about that, fine, but... Yeah, but yeah. If yeah, if Drew Doughty and Brent Burns were left off this list and, and replaced with some other guys, I would have had no yeah. complaint. Uh, Fifteen through eleven, fifteenth uh, is a name. Hampus Lindholm is a guy you know from the Bruins. Yeah, coming off a really good year, he's been great for them since coming over from uh, the Ducks. Right, he was a long time yep. Duck. He's guy's been in the league for a long time. And I think is finally getting his due. Imagine. Going from the West Coast to the East Coast, what that does for your reputation around the league. It's funny how that works. Uh, yeah. There's Jacob Slavin uh, at uh, another Hurricane at 14. 13th is Devin Taves of the Colorado Avalanche, a guy that they yeah. got from the New York Islanders for pretty much nothing. Um, Two second-round picks. Yeah. Eh. Uh, Dougie Hamilton, uh, 12th, New Jersey Devils. Of course, yeah, a it's little high, a, it's a little I, high for me, but yeah. uh, that was a guy that's ever going to be connected to the Hawks because yeah. many people wanted the Blackhawks to get him free agency as opposed to trading for Seth Jones. But again, yeah. Dougie Hamilton playing for a really good Devils team, it he helps. looks better. Yeah, had Seth Jones been traded to the Devils on that team and Dougie Hamilton came to Chicago instead, it'd be different. I bet you Seth Jones would be 12 <laughs> right now, and Dougie Hamilton wouldn't be on the list. Yeah, uh, and then Josh Morrissey who had a huge offensive year before getting hurt i mean when they didn't I mean, when they didn't have they him, in that, him it was yeah it was done rough they, sledding uh but he josh scores he got the nickname last yeah. year uh a bust out season for a guy who's been pretty good for a long time yeah he was uh, always always a solid uh mid-pair defenseman for them and just had a breakout year last year yeah i'm i'm totally fine with him uh, being in yeah. that 11 to 15 range for yeah, sure. Yeah, I mean, the only of that five, the only issue I have is, is Dougie Hamilton. He's a fantastic offensive player. If I'm picking between a guy like Dougie Hamilton and a guy like Jacob Slavin, I think I go Jacob Slavin. Right. Depending on what my team needed. Sure. If my team had five. One for one. Du- yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm still taking and I like, Jacob Dougie Slavin. Hamilton deserves to be in the top 20. I just don't know if he's yeah. number 12. But again, as we've said, number, what's really the difference between 12 and 17? Right. It's not a lot. Not I, much. My biggest problem with Dougie Hamilton, I said it before, is, dude, you're in your 30s. Why are you insist we call you Dougie? Douglas Hamilton. You're Doug. You're an adult, <laughs> dude. I'm sure it was cute when you were 10, but you're in your 30s. Doug. I didn't pay I'm not even going to call him Dougie anymore. Douglas Hamilton. Doug Hamilton. I didn't pay attention too much in history class, but is Douglas Douglas Hamilton sounds like a former president. 
Yeah, or for you know, that's like who they wrote. That's father. who they wrote that play about, right? <laughs> Douglas Hamilton. Uh, it's Alexander <laughs> Hamilton. Yeah, same I guy. Think. Yeah, pretty close. Yeah. yeah. If he went by Douglas Hamilton. Um, then I might put him in the top ten. I would. That's because that's. I just can't having, take having the personality to go by Douglas Hamilton. I can't take Dougie. I, I can't take a guy in his thirties named Dougie. What's, what about uh, unless you're Dougie Fresh? What about Scotty Pippen? Still going by Scotty. Yeah, but he's got six rings. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> he's got six yeah, rings. You can do whatever you want. He's also batshit crazy these days, but he's got six rings. I mean, Michael Jordan's son's about to take one of those rings. Oh. Oof. Got him. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, he probably gets half. So he gets three of them. <laughs> uh, uh, shots fired. All, all right. right. Top 10, Top according 10. to the NHL network. 10th, Quinn Hughes of the Vancouver yep. Canucks. So yep. close to being a Blackhawk. Man. Uh, Alex Petrangelo, ninth. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And winning a Stanley Cup helps. Eric Carlson, eighth. Get out of. No, sorry. I know he had 100 points. Yeah. He's not the. Uh, no, if I'm if I'm picking offensive defenseman, fine. If I'm picking between Eric Carlson and Alex Petrangelo, I'm taking Alex Petrangelo, I'm taking Alex Petrangelo. Um, but yeah, there's having, no way Eric Carlson does another hundred point season. No, no way. But this is this is the the ultimate. What have you done for me lately? Rankings. Yes. It's the and top lately, defenseman right now. He won a Norris yes. and had the first one hundred point season since Brian Leach in nineteen ninety two ninety three. So. Sure, put him in the top ten. Uh, it's 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 very high. Um, it's 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 towelly high to have him <laughs> that high. But um, yeah, it's uh, it, I wouldn't have him in the top ten if we're if we're trying to you know build a team of defensemen. I don't have him in my top ten. Uh, then we got. But it's, it's the right now. It's the right now ranking. Yeah, I mean I get it, but uh, no, he's not the eighth best defenseman in the league. No. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin talked about him earlier. He's seventh. Charlie McAvoy, sixth. Uh, so we'll move right Solid. into the top five. Yeah, that's fine. Hard to argue with this top five. Eh, maybe a little argument, but Roman Yossi, fifth from the Predators. Yeah. Victor Hedman still hanging in there. Fourth best defenseman in the league. Yep. Uh, Miro Heiskanen, <coughs> third Ooh. best. Dallas Stars. Yeah. Nice to see him getting the prop. I don't have a argument with that. You He's, you you said it uh, before the show. You 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 watched. Watch some stars games. Watch those and playoff games. Watch those playoff games. If if Miro Heiskin and uh, is not on the Dallas Stars, they are not uh, a top, you know, top team in the division. No, he's he is a huge difference maker for for that. So good good to see him yeah. get that recognition. When the first comment I saw on this tweet was from a Bruins fan. Uh, sure, Miro over McAvoy. LOL. Watch a game there, Boston guy. I would take Miro. Charlie McAvoy, real nice player. I'm taking, I'm taking Miro Heiskanen over Charlie McAvoy ten times out of ten. Most of these, most of these top ten guys are all number ones, like clear cut yeah. number ones. Uh, second, Adam Fox of the New York Rangers. Yeah, former Norris winning trophy, big offensive guy. I don't know if I'd have him as high as two. Top five, sure. I w- I, I'm okay with him being at two. I know you probably don't watch a lot of Rangers hockey. <laughs> I hate watch the Rangers <laughs> in the playoffs. But, yeah, yeah. But imagine, just remember. That, he was a Carolina Hurricanes prospect, and they gave him away for nothing. I know. Imagine if the Hurricanes had Adam Fox. Adam Fox and Slavin and uh, Brady Shea and Brett Pesci and all and, those guys all in 16th best defenseman, Brent Burns. Brent Burns. Well, you probably don't trade for no, Brent Burns no. if you got Adam Fox. No, I, I'm fine with having Adam Fox that, that high. Um, 
I, I think if, you, if I'm looking at this top, if I'm looking at two through five, um, you know, I would, I would say it's, you're splitting hairs between, between all of them, really. Um, Yossi, maybe I wouldn't put in the top three. Uh, but if, if this was rejumbled and Hedman was two and Fox was four or something like that, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a problem with it. But, yeah, Adam Fox, I think, is, is a solid player, and, and the Rangers really have a, really have a special talent. And of course, uh, number one, no, no argument, no no question. Yeah, Kale McCarr, that's that's no brainer. Co- right cover there. guy, Norris Trophy winner. He is going to be the best defenseman in this league until he is. He's not. He's going to win a Hart Trophy as a defenseman before it's all said and done. At least one. Yeah, I, I actually picked him to win the Hart. I'd be year, I'd be surprised if he finished his career without a Hart Trophy. I'd be very yeah. surprised by that. And he's still so young. That's twenty three. That's the scary part. Jeez. Um, yeah. So. Windy City Hockey pointing out that Adam Fox was also a Flames prospect before he was a Hurricane prospect. Oh, so, he's, he's hey, sometimes around. giving up on those young defensemen really come back to haunt you. Yeah. Um, so we'll see the what happens. A- the Adam Fox trade tree would be an interesting one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's turned out really well for the Rangers. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I Again, I, I think, you know, if you wanted to put McAvoy in the top five, I could see it. Uh, if you wanted to have Roman Yossi be third, sure, I, I I could see that too. I mean, it's these rankings are great for discussions and and you know rabble rousing all the different fan bases. But you know, usually when you get to the top fives of positions, um, you can you can jumble it up however you want, yeah. and you're not going to be it's wrong. hard to go wrong with yeah. any of those guys. I mean, Kale um, McCarr is number one. If he's, not, if he's not number one, you just have a vendetta against either Colorado or Kale McCarr personally. Because yeah. he, is, he is the best defenseman that they're, like I said, like he's going to be the best defenseman in this league until he is no longer. I mean, you could argue. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know what anyone could do to d- dethrone him other than winning the Norris four times in a row or something like that. Yeah, I mean – you could argue outside of Connor McDavid, Kale McCarr might be the best player. Period in yeah. the NHL. He's he's a player that uh, can and already has, uh, in different ways, redefined mm-hmm. the defensive position. He's this generation's Bobby Orr. Yeah, uh, he's he's an amazing player, and we talk about amazing stuff and great deals. Uh, becoming a diehard with us at CHO, that's a great deal. You're gonna get always lots a great deal of perks. Uh, we're, gonna, we're looking forward to seeing a lot of our diehards uh, Friday morning at the CHGO Kickoff Classic at Cog Hill. Yep. Fortunately, it's too late to get tickets to that event, but those diehards that did purchase their tickets got 20% off. Mm-hmm. And you get 20% off all events and all merch when you become a member. You're going to get one free shirt when you sign up and a free shirt every year when you renew. Yep. Uh, we got lots of cool shirts. You can get our 98 uh, 16-bit 98 shirt or 8-bit that's still a debate out there which one it is. Uh, mm-hmm. You can get uh, our fu- Future of the League of the shirt league. or any one of our awesome CHGO Blackhawks yep. shirts or, you know, you could go get a Bears or Bears, a Cubs one bowl. We, we won't be mad at you for long yeah. if you don't get a Hawk shirt. <laughs> um, you also get members-only Discord uh, access. Yep. So you get first dibs at your mailbag Monday, Tuesday slash Wednesday questions. <laughs> Yours will always be read on Monday. Uh, always, you get first yes. Dibs. You don't have to wait till Tuesday. Unless we get 15 Discord questions. Challenge. <laughs> get it out there. Uh, yes, you will always have your mailbag Monday questions read on a Monday. And that 20% off events is going to come in handy a lot this fall slash winter. Yep. 
The Bears tailgates are coming back. Those were a lot of fun last year. We'll Bull, be bringing those Bulls back. Bulls takeovers. We'll do a Bulls takeover. There Hawks will takeovers. be some Blackhawks takeovers. We had Whirl. one last year in Whirl. February. Yep. We're probably having more than one this year. Stay tuned. One's coming up allegedly not too deep into the season. Yep, yep. So keep your eyes peeled. If you're a diehard, you're going to save 20% on tickets to all those events. So head over to allchgo.com, become a diehard member, and we will love you forever yeah. and always. Yeah, and uh, yeah, like you said, we got our, uh, our golf outing, the first ever kickoff classic at Cog Hill coming up on Friday. So if you signed up, looking forward to getting out there and uh, whacking the ball around the course uh, with our lovely CHGO fans and friends and community. It's going to be a good time. And we'll probably, while we're out on the course or in the clubhouse, uh, knock a few Goose Islands back. Goose Island is the official beer sponsor of us here at CHGO, and they have been Chicago's beer since 1988. And they boast a bountiful roster of delicious beers, including the Goose IPA, their six-time medal winner at the Great American Beer Fest, which is always in style with a citrus aroma and bold hop finish. You got the Tropical Beer Hug, the Dry Hopped Imperial IPA that is a 9.9 ABV, dangerously easy to drink. One of those on a hot day like today will put you right to sleep. Uh, you got the Full Pocket Pills, the everyday beer. It is what the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. And on this day, where the golden sun is trying to murder you, reach for the ultimate kryptonite of the hot sun, the golden can of 312 Goose Island's wheat ale that is cold and delicious and great. You can get all these beers and more uh, ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beers at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park, or you can go to their tap room in Fult- on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's Beer. And judging by Cody's reaction, I believe the Cubs may have done something good. The Cubs have taken the lead. Cubs have the taken the lead. the top of the eighth. All right. In the top of the eighth. Sweet. So bees, David Ross sure only to, has to manage his way through two innings for a victory. Be Let's sure to uh, stay tuned to the... Yes, CHGO YouTube's after we uh, wrap it up here pretty soon. Uh, the Cubs post game will be coming up. Hopefully, we can uh, uh, witness Cody drinking a Goose Island out of the beer bat, celebrating a yeah, Cubs win. A beer bat live yes. would be a, a, a good way to uh, yes. cap off the the Wednesday in the office. And one last quick partner to tell you guys about before we uh, wrap up. Uh, we're very excited that we're now partnering with our good friends over at Circle. K, check yep. out your local Circle K for the best coffee, beer, and snack selection. I guarantee you can get some Goose Circle. Island there. Uh, and, of course, premium gas. Look out for freebies and giveaways down the road at Circle K. Uh, I know we've had a deal with Circle K in the Phoenix area, yeah. and they've actually been like playing some of the podcasts on that little gas station yeah, uh, TV. Yeah, little, little, little TV shows. I'm hoping that we could get that some that deal at one point because be there would be nothing creepier than pumping <laughs> gas at a Circle K after I go inside and I get my combos and my Mountain Dew yeah. than hearing my own voice talk back to me at the gas pump. <laughs> that would be very free. And then you know yeah. how they have it where like six or seven of them are going at the same time so it's kind of echoing? Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to experience that. And oh, that's that'd like, be wonderful. N- that's nightmare fuel for me because I hate the sound of my own I, w- I would love to be fueling up at a Circle K, have one of those uh, pop on, and someone else is there and I walk by and they're have to like double yeah, take that or would something. be fun that, hey. would, that would be fun yeah that'd be good so thanks to circle k for sponsoring yep. chgo visit the nearest circle k to pick up all your favorite finds uh and speaking of favorites uh one last quick 
congratulations goes out to our guy Tommy Hawk. Yeah. For being named the NHL mascot of the year. Good for him. I'm not sure what that entails. Does he get like being the best mascot? Does he get like a, a trophy for that? Or? I think they count how many uh, confetti cannons you blow off uh, per season. Uh, how many high fives you give? How many hugs you give? How many people you scare the uh, shit out of? With yeah, because you, pe- you sneak pe- in behind them. People, people you scare. Uh, children that run away from you, but children that run to you is a positive. It's kind of like a plus it's minus. Plus minus. Yeah, yeah. yeah. More uh, kids are happy to see you than are terrified to see yeah, you. That's absolutely. How you win that and good for Tommy Hawk. Uh, he didn't judo toss anyone this year, like didn't he have has, to. like he has in previous years. So well, that was that was self defense. That's true. That That's guy true. deserved it. <laughs> I've never seen the yeah. Tommy Hawk uh, taking down a drunken, a, a, a rambunctious fan. Yeah, it's uh, it's uh, good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, but yeah, yeah congratulations, congratulations to uh, Tommy Hawk and those that uh, are involved. They with could the put Tommy a plaque Hawk at the mascot Hall of Fame in Whiting, Indiana, for him. I know he's yeah. a member there. Have you ever? I've never been. Never been there, but I would, I would love go, to go. I've been to Whiting, Indiana. Because that's where they also have Pierogi Fest every year, which is amazing. We went last year for the first time. It is literally a mile long of Main Street full of food and pierogies. They have bands. It's huge. Sounds like a good time. time, But the the Mascot Hall of Fame is there. They also do a big New Year's Eve party outside in Whiting, Indiana, where they have, you know, they got the ball drop in in Times Square. It's a pierogi drop. They have a big light love pierogi countdown the final day. I would like to do that if it wasn't minus four degrees. Next time uh, we have a friend of the show, Marion Hosa on our program, we need to tell him about Whiting, Indiana. I'm sure he's got a booth. (laughs) That'd be good. Yeah. Be a good time. I do. I think they've already had it. It was, I think it's in July. Oh, okay. Um, We got a while. It's only around the calendar. Whiting, Indiana is not that far. It's right next to Hammond. So just around the lake. Okay. Not not very far. You can get there in less than an hour. Stones throw some, away. Some, I mean, they literally have like 30 different pierogi booths. I didn't know it was possible to have that many different varieties of pierogi. I, I, mean, I guess it's all in how much love you put in the pierogi That's as true. you fry it up. But give me all the pierogies. All right. On that note. Yeah. That's going to wrap up this Around the League Wednesday. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, we'll be back full force tomorrow. Uh, all, Jay will be back here tomorrow. The Athletic is writing another show for us again. Thank <laughs> you for them. They're releasing the top eight of their prospect pool, which will include the Blackhawks. Yep. My guess is they'll be very near the top, if not at the top. I'm saying they moved up to, what did I say, fourth? I think I said fourth on Twitter. I think they moved up a little bit because each team that was ranked above them when they were ranked fifth also improved. They were all... In that um, top five, yeah. And as someone pointed out to me uh, on Twitter, the qualifications for being involved in this are a little too expansive for my taste because uh, Tim Stutzel was with uh, Ottawa. He's still being and, considered a prospect, right? And um, get out of here with that. Who was nonsense. the other one? It was it was somebody was Rasmus Dahlin. <laughs> yeah, it was somebody for. For Buffalo, or I might not have been Buffalo. I don't know. It was like I was like they're clearly not a prospect, but they were like, nope, they were in the right. ranking. So we'll see. Well, hey, hey be th- good. that means that Lucas Reichel is included. Maybe they're third. Maybe we'll find out. Also, the lead prospects put out their top one hundred prospects. 100. A lot of future Blackhawks there. 
Yeah. Uh, and then uh, after that, we're going to have uh, some fun. If you like rankings, we did rankings today. We got a lot of rankings coming up across the CHGO network. Yeah, stay tuned. Uh, but we're going to be doing a lot of Blackhawk rankings over the next few days. So that should be a lot of fun because it's August and there's nothing else to talk about unless, you know, another former ISHOG signs a PTO. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to wrap it up on this hot Wednesday. I'm Greg. That's Mario. Thanks for checking us out at the CHGO Blackhawks podcast. My Smash shirt. that like button on the way out. My we'll see you tomorrow. It.